0: Hi, hope everyone is doing okay Welcome back to another episode of Black Talk Podcast I am Alana with Lauren and Tierra And um, again, hope everyone's doing okay We're okay in Texas, finally Things are slowly starting to go back to normal Just keep those in your thoughts and prayers who are still suffering Um, I think Lauren has a question to start off with today
1: Yes, Uh, so the question I have is Do you feel like you've settled for mediocrity?
0: Yeah. Sure. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. In relationships and that was literally something I was thinking about this week. In relationships and like the expectations like I'm the person who limits myself so I set myself up for mediocrity which is not happiness by decisions or whatever I do but yeah I think I set myself up for like half-assed relationships or like the half-assed like um success but that's the only way I can describe it
2: yeah I think um man that's that's a that's really just like a, an eye-opening question because mm-hmm. it's not something someone just, like, ask you. Or, like, something you think about. Like, do I settle for? Girl, I did not think about that. These are the third page of the book. <laughs> but But, yeah, I mean, sadly, yeah, I have settled for mediocrity in my personal relationships and my relationships with my family. And that's what I've been really working on, trying to not do anymore i've I've been successful with my family but i'm still working on like my personal relationships whether it be
1: friendships or dating and things like that that's good because i wasn't even thinking like as far as relationship wise i was just thinking as far as like career wise because i know for sure i've settled because i can see myself getting complacent com- yes because it's a lot of work to not settle for mediocrity. <laughs> like, if you really are honest with yourself, you have to put in the time and energy and effort to get to what you want. And I was supposed to go back to school a long time ago, and I'm still not in school. Lauren,
0: you didn't even graduate three years ago. <laughs> no. It ain't long.
1: It just feels like it is because time is moving so fast. And I don't want to say that and it's 10 years down the line, yeah. And I'm what my dad said, you still at this job. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I'm trying to take chances when it comes to career and not get so complacent and scared about my next move. And Tierra, I know you, you're working on trying to figure out what you want to do. But I applaud you. If you don't like something, you're not going to stay at that job. Yeah. <laughs> Like know, You literally yeah. are going to quit, <laughs> do what you got to do, whereas I'm a person that, I'm not by the book, but I am by the book as far mm-hmm. as doing what I'm supposed to do. If I have to do this, then I'm not going to make a way out or an excuse for it. I'm just going to do what I'm told mm-hmm. for this job. Yeah. So that that is an area that I know I've settled um, for that. And then just mm-hmm. with my family, too. I think I've gotten used to things just being one way that I really haven't done my part and tried to make an effort of not seeking a new relationship with my family, but I haven't really been, what am I saying? I haven't,
2: um, been like trying to kind of either like change the dynamic.
0: Yeah. The like
1: I haven't really tried to change anything. I've kind of just, accepted it for what it is and yeah. just
0: but is that solely on you it's
1: not solely on me but I could do better with talking
0: <laughs> I feel like I feel like this week has given us way too much time to think because I was thinking about what you were just saying Lauren it's like things aren't solely on you and I feel like in a lot of ways you are similar in terms of like there's a tendency to give too much to where you don't even receive... Like, you give more than... I feel like you should give sacrificially, yes, but I feel like when you give too much and you're not poured back into as mm-hmm. routinely as you should be, it's not fair. No matter who it's from. More like mm-hmm. family, friends, like relationships. Like, it, it doesn't matter who it's from, but... I just feel like it. it the sole impetus... The onus should not be on you to rectify that
1: yeah I get what you're saying
0: because it's five people and that and like in your family unit is you you ain't gonna do nothing just by yourself <laughs> <laughs> I get I get what you're
1: saying I do I think just because I'm hitting 25 this year you know I wanted things to be different on my end like like I said in previous episodes, I'm still trying to get used to being an adult, and I feel like I should have did that two years ago. Like it shouldn't have taken yeah. me this long to get to where I want to be, if that makes sense.
0: But you also have to sit I get you. But you also have to look at the deck of hands you were given, cards that you were given, and you also have to think about what the heck we're living in a panorama like a pepperoni pizza it really
1: has been crazy we're literally
0: like the last year has been crazy like i cannot imagine how if i just moved out and had no friends and living on my own and covid hit i could not imagine how isolating that is
1: yeah it's probably
0: definitely a blessing that neither of us were living on our own
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah Mm -hmm.
0: you're right but I get what you're saying, but like just, you gotta find the balance of not critiquing yourself, but also pushing yourself.
2: So. Yeah, true. I do struggle with that balance of being positive, but also being like, okay, you gotta
1: do something. Discipline, <laughs> like yeah. that balance is hard. Yeah,
0: I really feel like as women, we are our biggest critic. And like some people are always like you're doing great. I'm just like oh, it
1: doesn't feel, feel like, like I'm that. doing great. <laughs> or from your point that's of view, well, I'm just like, yeah. yeah, I get you on that. Because sometimes my marriage will be talking to me. I'm like, really? It wouldn't sound like that to me. But I'm okay. like, <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I'm not gonna say nothing or complain. But I don't know. It's yeah,
0: that's a good question. I think, it's, I think journaling would help with figuring out some things. But. True. I need to get
1: back on that. I haven't done that in a good Since I was required at school. <laughs> Literally, It was an assignment because I took a class, a psychology class, where we had to jot something down every day. So. Interesting. It, even some days I didn't want to do, like, it made you really think about how you live just in that eight-hour span or how that that 24-hour span so I know we kind of jumped off the topic as we always do but (laughs) it does tie in y'all to um once again settling and trying to not settle for mediocrity but once again it's just gonna take time and you have to I was just telling one of my other friends this you have to be patient with yourself and you have to give yourself grace I think a lot of us or Don't do that. Or, yeah, or too mm-hmm. hard on ourselves. So, how, yeah. Um, yeah we can jump into um well, we're all done. I'm sorry. I just cut everybody. Oh, off. I'm good. All yeah. Quick. We can go to our pop culture. Um mm-hmm. <sighs> the what would who wants to pick what first? Because <laughs> we have two. <laughs> Let's do the Lil Boosie because we can get him out the way. All right, let's get him out the way.
0: Boosie, if y'all don't know who Boosie is, he's a rapper from Baton Rouge with two popular songs from two (laughs) thousand.
2: That is all. Those are all. "Wipe Me Down"
0: and "Set It Off" are like his most two popular songs. Yeah, that's it. Um, That's all you need. "Wipe Me Down" is a Negro (laughs) spiritual anthem. Um, but yeah. He basically got in trouble for not in trouble, backlash for the whole Lori Harvey statement he made. (laughs) He basically called her a common whore. Um, (laughs) Basically.
2: Yeah, I I don't agree with any of his comments because for one, he has multiple children, with multiple different women, so he already cannot say anything about Whoever anybody dates. But I feel like there's a problem when these men in the industry can date. They can have a new girlfriend every week and no one bats an eye. But Lori Harvey, I've heard her name so much because she's just dating, which is normal that all women do. (laughs) So I just I, I don't understand any of his comments of. Anything that he said in regards to her just dating, so I think
0: mean, he's mad he can't have her.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that could be a
1: reason. That that sounds like
2: some some boosy behavior.
1: I just don't like how people always want to make the assumption that just because you're dating, you're having sex with everybody. And if you are, mm-hmm. that that's your business. But you don't even know her on a personal level, yeah. And you just out here saying this about her because once again as we discussed in the previous episode as soon as a woman is wanting to do her own thing and a man feels like they don't have control over that situation or she's doing more than what a man is used to they want to make a comment about it as soon as they get uncomfortable yeah and then he's gonna have a nurse to say oh nobody wants to talk about the the women that be standing by their uh men because the men don't be standing by the women
0: Boosie's living proof of that (laughs) exactly living walking he got multiple living walking proofs of that
1: like a woman should not have to stand stay for the abuse for the cheating like we're not no because that's
0: that's a good point but more because like people talk about it how women are expected to forgive and forgive and forgive when it comes to like cheating or what specifically cheating But if it were a man, men say bye and protect their peace and they leave. But, like, my thing that bothers me the most about Boosie's statement is his sentiment is that why are you concerned with this girl? Like, literally, why are you concerned with her? Like, so, I don't understand the obsession... With like, and people do this with Rihanna too. Like, they're obsessed yeah. with who she has dated. Uh, happy birthday, Rihanna! Yeah. Happy birthday to <laughs> our favorite Pisces. But like, like literally, why are you obsessed with who this girl, ha- these girls, have dated?
1: Exactly, mind your own business. Mind your business. <laughs> it had nothing he to do with you. plenty of business to mind.
0: Okay. <laughs> it has nothing to do with you.
1: Exactly. Once again, a man's talking about a woman. by We just, we just need to. That needs to be canceled.
0: And also a, a tangent is like how do these men defend future, mm-hmm. like like yeah. the, the vitriol some men have on Twitter for Sierra. I'm like, are y'all calling Russell corny? I'm like, <laughs> he's a good like, okay, man, Russell a good is, father. Had like, cool corny jokes, but like Russell is genuinely a cool guy. Like, mm-hmm. are you mad that a woman was a baby mama decided she did not want to continue being with this man and she and did better for herself and did better? Is that what y'all like? They're seriously. I think they're mad. at... <laughs> Because Sierra, what Sierra and Cassie ultimately represent is that women who are of black descent or whatever descent, I don't know what Cassie is, but, like, you see that women are not sitting around waiting for you to right, marry them. We're not them doing or, what we did before yeah, where we're
1: just going to take, take it. it. Like, no, yeah.
0: they're moving on and they're finding men who are going to marry them and have children and be good fathers to their kids. I think they just resent, men like that resent the fact that they're an example and they don't want other women falling in line with that. Mm-hmm.
1: Because once everybody starts doing it, women are not going to take nonsense anymore. Yeah.
0: Women are going to stop taking nonsense and they like, I'm going to be single, I'm going to be the right person, I'm not going to deal with this. Yeah. But, so, Lucy, baby, you got enough to worry about.
1: Yes, worry about yourself. And being a good father. How about to that? To all them kids, with all the different women. The
0: whole soccer game. What? <laughs>
1: Alright,
2: and we can move right along to... <laughs> Um, so there's this video, Lauren, you sent us, we will put the video in the description, but it was basically like a round table and there, it was a round table of, um, like five or six black women Mm -hmm. that were basically talking about how they raised their sons. So, um, I thought it was a pretty positive conversation, but the people in the comment section did not. <laughs> they wild out on that comment. They went in on these women. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I... Do you guys want to, like, give your points of views before I read some of these, um...
0: I feel like you need to read some of these comments. Yeah, whereas... read the comment; It'll
1: make more sense. Alright, so... <laughs>
0: oh, and then one of the ladies from there is Kadeem from, like, the Ellis' on YouTube. mm mm-hmm. That, that couple, that family, mm-hmm. that dude, that, that, that whole unit. It's <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. Her husband plays DeVille from Sis, Tyler Perry's Sisters on BET. So that whole YouTube family, I think she was the one person I recognized on there.
2: I have not heard of,
1: oh,
0: you know who I'm okay. talking about. Yeah, he was like a yeah. former
1: football player too. I think. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I bet there was a clip yeah. of them on some like they have a podcast, and he was basically almost insinuating that she forced him to marry him, uh, her, and that he wanted to sort of sow his wild oats almost 15 years into a relationship.
1: You could have left. You didn't have to say yes. <laughs>
0: That's what she said. She said, "I told you, I would just move on. You didn't have to marry me." But he's
1: he wants his cake and he eat, eat it, it too. too. He didn't want to let her go all the Mm-mm. way. Well, they have like, three kids.
0: Three whole little boys.
1: <sighs> if you know you don't want to be married, just leave. I'm not I'm not saying it's that easy, but nobody trapped you, sir. Mm-mm. You made a decision to say yes and be there on that altar. <laughs>
2: but, okay, so uh, these comments, I'll read like a few of them. Um... And all these comments are like paragraphs. So these people <laughs> really like thought out and going in. But this lady said, I'm a mother of sons. And I watched about half of the video before scrolling down to the comments. I'm glad it wasn't just me. I'm like, what the hell? I agree. Men can can be gentle and masculine. But they went all the way over the ledge after that. I'm sad for the girls who have to date these boys. For this to be a table of women... There was very little talk about girls and more about boys being able to show their emotions. I'm confused about this whole discussion. What are they really trying to say? Um, uh, this lady's comment bothered me. <laughs> <laughs> because I, I guess what bothered me is her saying that um, boys being able to show emotion. I feel like that is a problem boys aren't really raised to show emotion, but girls are raised to show a range of emotion. Mm-hmm. And so you put a person that has a lot of emotions and you put them with a the person that shows no emotion, that, that's never going to work. Mm-hmm. So that, that will never make sense to me of why people choose to raise their kids like that or specifically raise their sons like that. And that's that's really
1: just what bothered me about this comment. Mm-hmm. Juan, how'd you feel about that comment? Um... I, the the one you just read, yeah. or, I feel like from listening to the video, I don't see a problem with raising your son to let him know it's okay to be emotional. At the same time, it's, you know, to be respectful of women and you get what I'm saying. Like, it's good to have that balance, but I feel like based on like the comments to me it sounded like toxic masculinity on some parts Yeah. to so where it's like if you're not one of those macho men then you're not a good man or if you if you show even an ounce of femme energy then you're not you're not a real man and I feel like I'm not the person that would force my child that with that agenda. But at the same time, I'm not going to sit here and go ham on you or make you feel less of a man because you're showing emotion. Like, I feel like there is a good balance between that's, that's the problem now. I feel like you're going to keep the same energy. You talking about these men, but these are some of the same people who let their son stay with them for 50 years. Don't pay anything. Don't mm-hmm. do anything. But when it comes to women, it's like you want women to play all the roles—the man and the the woman. Yeah. So you want to cook, to clean, to be there for your man, to protect your man. It it's just it just sounds like it's once again it's a double standard with raising women and men. That that's how that's kind of my opinion mm-hmm. on it. So. All right. This this
2: next comment is. What we need as a black community is men being men and being raised by men and daughters being girls and being raised by feminine women. Men need to lead and we as women need to learn our role and follow. Oh, that, that irritates my... <laughs> me. I'm sorry. I, I don't want my Ooh. daughter to have to take care of you all soft sons because y'all let him paint his nails and cry all the time. This world is hard. We need men to protect us and our children. This table was very toxic. Alana, how did you feel about that comment?
0: I get her perspective. <laughs> I feel like taking it line by line and like mm-hmm. one, like last one the world is already out and that's why you need a good person by your side. And um, so like you, I try believe men and women are different. We are wired differently. Everyone is an individual. So that degree of wiring can vary, but I feel like. To understand what this person is saying, we have to understand their definition of feminine and masculine. Mm -hmm. Like, a feminine woman could, like, I feel like we've had so many discussions on that and how that you express yourself, but maybe, I just feel like when we talk about the family unit, specifically the black family unit, there's a lot of hurt because of how, like, the black American, because of, like, slavery and Jim Crow Mm -hmm. and everything in that nature, but... I feel like we have not allowed men, I feel like there's a complete shift of like being from super macho and then to all of a sudden discussing emotions with boys and like, I feel like the pendulum's trying to swing way too far in some ways and I feel like we should encourage our boys to be boys and I agree on the point of having a strong father figure in somebody's life or Mm -hmm. your son's life or a father. But we also do need to allow them to know, like, yes, it's okay if you're sad and you need to cry. Sometimes, yes, it's yeah. okay to be angry. Yes, it is okay to be afraid and to voice that. But I do get what they're saying. At the same time, back to Lauren's point, is, like, a lot of these boys are raised by single mothers who don't mm-hmm. have help or do not want help from any man. A lot of them don't. And they end up softening these boys to where they feel as if they should be the prize in, like, the woman. And they are, in a way, like, they're just messy. Like, just messy men. And just, they sort of are expected... I just... I don't know how to describe it. I feel like they think that they are, they are the prize, that a woman should be blessed that she even is graced with his presence, even yeah. though he, can't, he has, no like, two cents to his name. Um, <laughs> but, but I feel like her comment... I get the nut like the like in a nutshell yeah. I get what she's saying but I still I think it is completely
2: I the, the first half the, the second half, half she no lost me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. she
0: lost me I was like I really think we need to encourage our sons to be able to express what they are feeling and to be able boys are wired differently like they're more logical and they want a solution like mm-hmm. allow them to understand that this emotion is okay that they can express it and how to find a solution for it but I don't know I felt that round table was interesting For sure because (laughs) I didn't I find it interesting that they're talking about having a strong father figure and like raising your son, but then you don't talk about there's no man there. Yeah. And I think almost all of those women themselves were married, so it would have been interesting to have a conversation Mm -hmm. with all their husbands there Mm -hmm. too. It would have been an interesting perspective.
2: Like, I feel like there should have been, because this video was, like, made three weeks ago. I feel like there should have been, like, kind of, like, I guess a follow part up. two yeah. or follow-up with their husbands. Because all the women in the video do appear to I be I think married, the men did so. do, like, their own. But it was, like, a different topic. It wasn't, um, it just, like, I felt like there should have been, like, a part two to mm-hmm. to this.
0: Because both mother and father play a role in how both yeah. boy and girl are raised. And I feel like that would have been a much more productive and, yeah. and constructive conversation.
1: I think this was just what they wanted. Like, from a woman's perspective.
0: Yeah. Not
1: so much from a male's perspective.
0: I guess, like, from a mother's perspective. But I also feel like at the same time, a lot of them were, in a way, voicing what they were lacking in their marriage. And what they wanted to see within their sons.
1: Mm, I didn't think it out. That is an interesting point.
0: There was, like, a
2: kind of a comment, like, similar to... That they want
1: their men to be, their husbands to be more emotional... Or more, mm-hmm. wait, what? Like
0: <laughs> emotional or emotionally like intelligent? As in, like they can understand where they're coming from.
1: What? Okay, what were you thinking? Because maybe I wasn't.
0: Because like to me, emotional and understanding emotions two and like things. emotionally intelligence are two different things.
1: Okay, I get what you're saying.
0: I don't know, maybe. Or they want them
1: to open up to them more. Maybe, because I know some men do have a problem with expressing how they feel when it comes to certain things and sometimes it's like pulling teeth trying to get like what's going on yeah. you know
0: You think men are much more subtle than women i feel like you can tell what a man does not like very quickly if you just watch his facial expressions and women have to like we have to tell like a detailed story
1: yeah um my dad's a good example you'll know right away if he doesn't like it mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: okay this last comment um black women coddle their sons and are hard on their daughters every time i hear black women talking about raising children they are always focused on their poor damsel and distressed sons (gasps) this is why (laughs) this is why there is a role reversal in the black community black women having to be independent and do everything while these little boys grow up depending on women and depending on women to do everything for them, providing financially, cooking, and cleaning for them.
1: So that's kind of what I just said earlier. Yeah.
0: Laura, what's your What are your thoughts
2: on this comment? Um. Okay, so I grew up with two younger sisters, so we never had that like I guess dynamic of like having like a little brother, but I will say. Um, from the time I was like 12 until I moved out I did live with my aunt and she had a son and kind of like watching how she parents her her son versus how my mom kind of parented us even though they weren't like um, parenting the same children just like he he did kind of get away with more things than we got away with and, and stuff like that so um, I can see like the coddling and, and just like stories I hear of like Lauren, our our friends and mm-hmm. they're um, the men that they've had children with. And even with one of our friends, she has brothers and yeah. how, the stories we hear from her. So, yeah, that does seem like a real problem with like coddling their sons in our community. And it shows when they become adults. So, that that comment wasn't too crazy. <laughs> that would be the most ifs. Yeah. yeah. But um Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the video was, was interesting. Um how there it it is kind of like a new I feel like parenting is changing with how the world is changing and I did find it interesting, but I do think there really should have been a part two with like their husbands and talking about the same topic. Yeah.
1: That would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. To see if they agreed or disagreed. Yeah. On I that. felt like that's how that would have been that would have been more constructive, like
2: Alana said, um, a more productive conversation. So
0: Because I'm sure they have different perspectives.
2: Um Yeah.
0: I also think a big issue with the coddling the signs is like I feel like a lot of men, just like in our community, are just like bystanders in their marriage.
2: Yeah. And You're just kind of there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's just because they want to keep the peace and don't want the headache of like their wife being upset or whatever. And they end up allowing unintentionally and to keep that peace, is they end up allowing their wives basically just to like single handedly raise their children. Yeah. And they end up. Like, you have single, like, kids who were raised by single moms. You also have a lot of boys who are raised with both parents in the household. And they just, they're, like she said, like, little princesses. And I'm like, no, ma'am. No, ma'am. Why is your daughter a fully functioning adult and your son is not? Yeah, not doing anything. Anything, <laughs> anything at all.
2: But, yeah. Like, I feel like it, it takes two people to, to make a child for a reason. Because it's going to take two people to raise that child. Yeah. So there needs to be a father figure present no matter what the gender of your child is and there needs to be a a a um a mother figure present so and especially with in this this may be controversial but i i come from a family of a lot of like single women raising children but i believe that a woman cannot raise a man teaching how to be a man at all no. no matter how amazing she is like all the women in my family are amazing but they cannot teach a man how to be a man and vice versa yeah and vice because versa.
1: we're not the same yeah we're two different human beings there I think there does need to be um, a masculine figure okay. in their their life we only can do so much <laughs> yeah as and that's where and that's
2: that's really where it it starts is making sure you're for one having children with someone that is going to be there and be present in their child's lives (laughs) and if you know that just doesn't work out then there does need to be a male figure or if you're a single father (laughs) a a female figure to kind of help guide that child through because you're you're raising your child to be a functioning adult and i don't think a lot of people think about parenting like that mm-hmm. but you that's should. what you're
1: doing you're raising your you child to, raise to, to be a functioning adult to be yeah to carry on in this world and be technically responsible Potentially,
0: cool. <laughs> be somebody's husband or wife parent, yeah. potentially like gosh if you really think about it like If you think about it on a regular basis, would I want to be married to the product that I am producing? I'm sure a lot of people would parent differently.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Being a parent is hard. (laughs) It is not an easy... Task. At all.
2: But I think that really, um, this rolls over into our main topic, which is basically are we are we the like the black family dynamic gender roles i think that all kind of plays into each other yeah we can <laughs> um lauren do you want to start
1: mm, i'm trying to think what i want to how do i want to start um i think it does depend on the child mm. and the family and the circumstances of course but, I do think we need to take a look at if we're bringing that um toxic energy into the the um family dynamic, yeah just like what we were discussing before um a lot of people in those comments genuinely want the a very traditional yeah um role where you know the the male is very dominant very macho and then the woman um follows and is submissive and you know the kids you no know, daughter daughter the son yeah. the son and i think it, it that that dynamic is changing but there still is a lot of people who go off of that traditional structure so yeah. when you anytime you are used to one way and you hear something different of course it's not going to feel right because that's not what you grew up in. And that's not what that's to some people. That's not right. So, you know, it's like, there's, this is always going to be a very controversial topic. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. never going to be a time where it's not. <laughs> um, but like I said, I think with this video alone, it just goes to show how deep embedded people are with traditions.
0: Yeah.
2: Sure. Yeah. Yeah, because I saw I wasn't so when I after I watched the video, I wasn't I was expecting like negative comments, yes. But I wasn't expecting most of the comments to be as negative as as they were. So I was just like, wow, okay. (laughs) Like
1: I saw the there was two (laughs) hundred four dislikes, two hundred sixty four likes. Yeah. (laughs) Like definitely
0: got ratio. Yeah.
1: So um
2: but i feel like if if how people see the family dynamic is changing for the better then the change is okay and i don't have any children so if that's how they're choosing to raise like their sons and and as we said like those women did appear to be married so it's that is their perspective that's not their their husband's perspective and i'm pretty sure um they most likely talk about, like, how they want to raise their children anyway. So I feel like we did get one side of it. But I I felt like that video was good and productive and pushing conversation in the right direction for how we want to raise just not even just, like, our black sons, but just black children in general to just raise them better because I feel like a lot of black children are born into mess because Mm -hmm. they have their mom that refers to their dad as a baby daddy and takes him to court to be petty. And that's just raising your child a mess. (laughs) Mm. And there's a lot of people's family dynamics that are like that. And that's very sad because they're not going to get the full story until they're adults. Until Which they're 18 19. very and then, annoying. Yeah, yeah. And then now they have to deal with. Why did my mom do this? <laughs> right. <laughs> Why? Like, what was the reason for her to do this to me? <laughs> so. Um.
0: I think it's. If that's what you want in a marriage. Like a traditional marriage. Or a non-traditional. Like. Your marriage is your marriage. How you structure it. It's how you structure it. I just feel like. Go after what you want. And mind your business. Um. It's not everyone's gonna want the same things as you're gonna want. Um but I just don't understand why in the black community we cannot have honest conversations with like differing viewpoints in general, but especially when it comes to marriage mm-hmm. without people getting so offended um in terms of like, you know, everyone's marriage isn't gonna function the same sh- the, the same. Everyone's family structure is not going to flow the same. Um but I do to say this. I feel like there is this, like, back to Lauren's point, there's this idea of, like, the black collective mindset that the woman, not all the time, but, like, she has to run a 1,000 miles per minute taking care yeah, of everything at every yeah. point in time. And so some black women, when they see a black woman resting in her womanhood and not having to do every single thing and she has a man who is able to help her out and they're genuinely a team, they get mad and they become real petty and spiteful. And I just find it interesting to see that there's this idea like, oh, these men aren't good. Where are all the good men at? And then when somebody has a good man and when they're able yeah. to do exactly what you want to do, you mad. I don't... It doesn't make sense to me. But I really just think people have got to have honest conversations with the people they are dating about what they envision their marriage and children, rearing children to look like because... It's
1: once again that goes back task. to conversations I think people just get caught up in a routine or they just do stuff and they don't really have a legit like they'll say oh I want kids but nobody I think we've talked about this before how people say they want something but they don't really talk about how they want it to function yeah, yeah. and
0: how's it gonna come to life
1: when you actually have kids and both people can see okay we have different ways of how we want it that's how a lot of you know, conflicts occur too because they're fighting on how they want to raise the kid. Yeah. And I think that definitely would help nip things in the butt, okay, if you really care about this person and you see y'all are not really agreeing on how to raise kids, either try to find a way to make it work for both, or that might not be the person you need to have a family with.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um so how did how did I guess you guys see like your parents dynamic while growing up? <laughs> Not the look away. <laughs> well, my parents were very dysfunctional up until I was twelve and they got a divorce and um but I kinda watched my mom just kinda con- my mom didn't work, so my dad, he Went to work and my mom was basically a stay at home mom for 10 years. Wow, that's a long time. But, um, and when I say my parents' marriage was dysfunctional, I just mean that they like, they fought and argued a lot. But like when we would go out in public at like family's houses or like friends' houses, we, my parents would act very like normal, like not, like they didn't just got done arguing in the car or something. So, Uh, Yeah, I I witnessed dysfunction for like 12 years (laughs) and then um, after that, after my parents got divorced, I really witnessed my mom just kind of being a good mom and starting to be a good person, kind of build things on her own. So I didn't really have like a, it's like a male figure in my life to I guess teach me or show me what type of man I should be dating or like you know, just like things like that. So
0: mm-hmm. I just feel like I don't know how to describe my family dynamic growing up. Um I feel like there was um I don't know, I feel like they both had different ideas as to what they wanted, um, and that, like, would cause some form of, you know, issue, but I feel like overall we had a pretty good childhood, um, it was fine, but I do feel like in some ways communication is a really big deal to me in a relationship and making sure that I'm understood and that I understand the other person's perspective, um, because I just, I don't know, I don't want to talk about my parents, um, but I just, I strongly believe that when you do not know what it is that you want from a marriage or what it is that you're expecting to get out of it, or you're not willing to understand each other, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. And there has to be this degree of introspection for yourself and to see how you are impacting one another. Um, and that's for any relationship. But I just feel like communication is a really big deal. And that's something I've seen my parents honestly strive to improve over the years. Is how to mm-hmm. communicate with one another. But it's a learning thing over time. But I would say that overall. I think that. Their dynamic is one that. Is. Always evolving. With one another. And understanding how to. Be a unit. For sure. Yeah. Did y'all's dads like. I guess, teach y'all
2: or talk to y'all about how a man should treat you guys and yeah. things like that?
0: Yeah, he did. Uh, somewhat. Um, I don't know about you more.
1: I'm really trying to think. Like, he's had conversations about definitely wanting to see me married, and I'm trying to think if he's, like, literally sat down. Like, one time he wanted me to watch this marriage video that I did not watch (laughs) (laughs) and I think my dad has told me by me just watching him Mm -hmm. so we haven't really Mm -hmm. had like a actual conversation um about it but just growing up I don't know if y'all went with y'all's dad but when they had the daddy-daughter dances and stuff, yeah. Like we went to that. So that to me that was his way of showing me, okay, you know, a man's supposed to open a door for you, supposed to take care of you, supposed to treat you right. And just seeing him, you know, try to be the best husband and father that he can be even with you know issues and circumstances. I think that was his way of showing me how a man is supposed to treat a woman. So, I I'm a person, I'm very observant. So, you don't have to necessarily have like a full-on conversation with me, but I'll I'll figure it out, okay? This is what he's trying to teach me. Like he'll try to be really affectionate with my mom and stuff and you know, like he'll try to like I can I know my dad's when he think he I don't get it, but <laughs> like he, you know, he just tries to demonstrate more so than saying. So, set an example. Mm -hmm. Then Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But, yeah, I did do, like, the daddy-daughter dance and things like that, but I felt like when I really needed that information, it was not there for me. Mm -hmm. Because, after my parents got divorced, when I was, like, 13, my dad, like, moved out of the state, and I didn't hear from him for, like, two years, and so, I I feel like I never got that, I guess,
1: information or guidance mm-hmm. or anything. Do you so. feel like there's a certain age that you he your dad should?
2: I felt like that was the
1: age, yeah. like
2: <laughs> when you I was like twelve, start... thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, like In that a few years you're mm-hmm. gonna dating. That that was
1: literally the age. <laughs> so I don't know. Like I'm thinking too about that and.
0: I think it's a subconscious thing too. Is like what Laura was saying, like what you observe. Um, it's not gonna be a direct, okay, lesson number forty-five. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> but of like how you should be treated or what you should look for in a marriage and how you mm-hmm. guys should balance each other out, whatever it is. Um, but I feel like you learn a lot about marriage by watching your parents um, and yeah. like the good and the bad and how to improve for yourself.
1: For sure, I've definitely learned to communicate <laughs> because I know everybody keeps I think saying that, a but a lot yeah. of people really don't know how to communicate with each other in a way that both people are going to understand. Yes,
2: yeah. and not just like not just leaving it at communicate, like communicate in a way that that person understands. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to, and that just goes with like understanding a person as well because if I tell you something, you don't understand it, we're not going to go anywhere with communicating. Mm-hmm. So you need to know how to communicate in a way that the person, the other person will understand. Yeah.
1: And once again, that I don't know, like, being a product of black parents, I get being black is hard, and that's part of the reason why that dynamic, we try to have that strong dynamic because... Mm-hmm. This world doesn't like us, as we already know. <laughs> but at the same time, like I've said in other episodes as well, we have to find that balance of s- still being strong, but not in a way that's going to cause you bitterness or that's going to make you resent people.
0: Mm.
1: And I think that's something we have not mastered mm. as a black community. Yeah, There's still a lot of hurt and pain and especially with women because i know i didn't talk about my parents dynamics but um not being disrespectful but my mom is the one who you know kind of runs a lot of things and stuff so and like your your
2: household Mm -hmm. yeah my mom was even when my parents were married yeah my mom was the same way like my dad would literally just go to work and come home and do nothing <laughs>
0: so but like is that yeah. her like, mm-hmm. but isn't that hard? like their, like that relationship is, that, is his outside job not his job and the inside like the house mm-hmm. job hers I feel like that has to be frustrating though because yeah. you, she feels like she gets no help but then he also feels like well I get no help because she doesn't come with me to work like yeah. that's gotta be an interesting dynamic yeah
1: that's why I feel like sometimes you can't get so caught up in the dynamics like help where it mm-hmm. is needed mm-hmm. you know yeah I work I, I work today or I stayed at home but if I see this person needs help I'm gonna step in and like I feel like you shouldn't have to beg your partner to help like if if I'm tired and I you know I cook three days this week can you do you mind cooking like I feel like sometimes you just have to not follow so strictly on a dynamic right it just right yeah. life is not built on a dynamic <laughs> like life is life you know yeah. so i feel like sometimes we just focus once again too much on the traditional aspect of things rather than just helping where it's needed and not focusing so much on gender roles which is stepping yeah. in it's so, a mm-hmm. trash to be taken out fine i'll do it whatever if the dishes need to be done I'll do it. Like, my dad, he does a really good job of that. Like, if he sees um, my mom is tired or she's done the dishes or whatever, he'll step in, like, okay, I'll do it. And Mm -hmm. no, my mom's like, I'll do it. Just (laughs) because she likes to be done quicker. But he at least makes that initiative to do it. Or if she asks him, you know, can you cook? Yeah, it'll take him five hours to make the meal. But he'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) So I I do appreciate that dynamic. Because at the end
0: of the day, you're a teen
1: exactly yeah. there's yeah. no I in <laughs> Yeah. and sometimes I think it feels like that because they're their own separate worlds yeah and then they come together and it's they clash mm-hmm. so I think we as a black community could do better on just giving a reaching out and being a helping hand I think that's right so, yeah. we're gonna make it right today <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so I think that's that's something that we we need to do better on. We just focus too much on what a man is supposed to do and what a woman is supposed to do, rather than just helping each other out.
2: Yeah, yeah. Because when you were married, you are from that point on like a team unit. So it's not I do this, you do this, and then it all. That's kinda, it. Yeah, <laughs> like that that is all. Like, no, you were literally like a team, a team unit
0: because like. What if he falls sick? Yeah. What if she like like what what if something like what if her mom dies and she has to be some like you have to be able to
1: Adjust. like it's not gonna
0: be fifty fifty all the time. Yes. Wh- whatever that fifty fifty is, like both of you working or her at home, you at work. Yeah. It's not gonna be like that all the time. Stuff is going to happen.
1: I think that's a good point too. People focus too much on the percentages. Like, oh, if they're not giving 50, then I don't need to give 50. We both need to be giving our own. Relationship. <laughs> like, it, we all need to be giving 100. I know sometimes, mm-hmm. we, some days we just don't have the capacity for that, and that's mm-hmm. okay. okay. But you still need to make the effort. And once again, communicating and not just stopping because you, you know.
0: Yeah. I like, think another big issue in the black family dynamic is the fact that once you have kids, like people I don't know if this is of other people I can only speak as like an African American, but like this tendency to always put the kids before your own relationship with one another, yeah. Is how marriages dissolve. Um and how like I'm gonna be completely honest, how and it doesn't justify it, but that's how men end up cheating, like because they feel ignored. Um and the tendency to do that as women is to constantly put the kids before, I guess, your husband. I just feel like people... Or just,
2: like, your your marriage, like, in general.
0: Yeah, it's always on the back burner. There's, no, there's mm-hmm. never a date night. There's never a couple of send the kids away for a few days. Mm-hmm. There's, there's never that. It's always the kids gotta do this. I have to take... And it's always women who do it 90% of the time. Like, mm-hmm. 99% of the time. And it's just... I personally am a strong believer that in order to have a strong generational family for generations to come, the marriage has to come before the kids. Yeah. Like, not saying you ignore your kids or you abuse your kids. I don't know how you jump to that conclusion, but, like, (laughs) you have to make time for one another. You have to communicate, and you have to have a healthy marriage. Not perfect all the time, but a healthy marriage in order to have a strong family foundation.
1: I just think people get caught up in the routine because with kids, it's so easy to do that. School, events. kids don't
0: have to be in everything. They don't,
1: (laughs) but, you know, once again. I remember, um,
2: so with my parents being divorced, it did kind of force me to look for healthy relationships and other things. Mm -hmm. And I did have a friend that her parents, every Friday, no matter what, her parents would go have a date night, and I thought that was like really cool. The thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, she told me her parent her parents have done that for for like years. They've literally kept it up for years, and every Friday they go have a date night. Like no Which matter is not if, if they're mad, mad at each other, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like they go and have a date night every Friday.
0: And nine times out I ten, mm-hmm. doing that probably makes it easier to communicate. Yeah. Yeah. And I just. Mm-mm. Your kids are gonna be fine if your grand if the grandmother watches them, or the grandmother watches them. Yes. like obviously leave them with people you trust. But, yeah. And but checking on them, but I don't know. Like your marriage like you want some uh. Uh-uh. Like your marriage has to be strong.
1: Yeah. For sure. I agree on that. <laughs> but yeah, I just think people get caught up in the routine and once the kids leave, it's like, what do I do? Who are you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I put on my identity. What is this
2: relationship now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's something that is
1: tricky.
0: It is. Because <laughs> if your kids are going to keep moving on. Not moving on from you. But, but like,
1: they're grown. Yeah, they're like their they're own, own person. person. Yeah. Yeah. Like,
0: they're going to have jobs. They're going to possibly move to another place. They're going to get married. They're going to have their own kids right. and family. Like, you have, like, because it's just going to be you and you, you and them. It's just going to be yeah. two of you up in the house
1: yeah, like yeah. It was. you spent 20 years raising years. kids yeah. and now it's like you didn't put any of that time into yourself so it's like you're stuck at square one again
0: yeah you didn't put any of that time into yourself as an individual or as a couple mm-hmm. and like you're just like okay who am i now like 54 <laughs> Like who because, are you? You just who are looking, y'all you yeah. looking
1: at each other like, like just, y'all strangers yeah. <laughs> and it's
0: not like we're laughing but it's, yeah. it's really sad
1: yeah yeah, yeah. Like, I married you, but I really don't know you anymore. More. Right. And people change over time, and sometimes you you don't even acknowledge And I feel like the if you communicate, too. yeah.
0: Then the likelihood of you guys divorcing or having a major fallout is less. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. I just know my marriage that will not be structured in a different order um, than how I've seen. Um, I guess the trend in our community.
1: Hmm. Very sure. I mean, my yeah, mine's already gonna be nontraditional, but <laughs> um, but yeah, I think
2: you Not know. Everybody... Y'all, do y'all
0: like want to get married one day? I do. You do. I'm trying to figure out how I envision it looking, but mm-hmm. I know I I do. It just has to be at the right time with like
1: the right person yeah for sure ain't nobody spending ten thousand <laughs> dollars
0: i'm inviting five people to the actual five like, five five people and they're all related to me by direct blood it's so
1: i might just go all. to the court and call it <laughs> I, I do uh,
0: mm-hmm. i do think there's something beautiful about a commitment um but I feel like I have growing to do as an individual. Yeah. Um, And you obviously grow in your marriage, but I do.
1: Same. I I do want to get married one day. Um, Like I said, I do want to have a family. But right now, (laughs) yeah, I think everybody does. I think that's one thing you realize, too. As an individual, you do have areas that you need to improve on. Mm -hmm. Nobody's perfect. Mm And timing definitely is important, like I don't think there's ever gonna be an exact right time, yeah. but there's a better time, yeah, yeah, so um, hopefully, in the next like I said, five years, I'll be thirty, so hopefully by then I'll mm-hmm. be settled down, but <laughs> don't be saying Mm-mm, cause you right behind <laughs> you you right behind, <laughs> but yeah, um. We'll see. I'm hoping for somebody to get married so I can go to a wedding. But I love I going I don't I personally don't want
2: I don't know if I want to get married. Maybe I just haven't found the person I want to marry, but I do enjoy going to weddings. I think they're nice and sweet.
1: Mm-hmm. And I can eat some of this
2: food. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: But um any closing remarks other than people just mind your business. And- <laughs> communicate with your partners
0: yeah.
1: and your children
0: <laughs> figure out what works for you for
1: mm-hmm. you yeah i think everybody is entitled to their own opinion right whether they're wrong or right but at the end of the day you can't let that outside noise interfere with your dynamic or your relationship mm-hmm. i think if it's working for you then it's working for you yeah yeah so.
0: But I think that is all we have today for our podcast. If you could like, subscribe, follow us on Instagram at Black Talk Pod and on Twitter at Black Talk Pod1, and recommend this podcast to any of your friends. And that's it. Have a great week.
2: I'm to talk what you wanna talk about